Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, we are adding a new show tonight. We've got The Ark, Rabbit Hole, Miss Davis, Star Trek Picard, and The Mandalorian. Unfortunately, three of those shows had their season finales. One of them had their series finale which means that next week it's going to be kind of short. But we'll worry about that next week. So once my lovely co-hosts get here, we will get crack-a-lacking. So what else have I been watching? Uh, Let's see. I watched, well, I saw Scream 6 tonight. It was a pleasant surprise. I wasn't expecting it to be good. It was really good. And I have a co-host, yay, so I can stop babbling. Good evening. Hey, it's Karen. How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Not bad at all, I have to say. Uh, what a big week we have, huh? Taking a fork in several shows. Yes. Uh, three of them. That I we have like a, yeah. Uh, Jamie should be in a second, I guess. And we'll uh, start putting these things to bed for the year. Um, I don't think any of these shows will be back soon either. Um, right, well, we have no idea. We know the arc got renewed, so we have no idea when that'll be back. Uh, Mandalorian, mm-hmm. God only knows when that'll be back. And uh, yeah. Picard will never be back. Will so. never be back, yeah. <laughs> the one that I most want to come back, probably. Um, the one I can't, the yeah. one I most can't wait to talk about tonight. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, um, there she is. Yep, hi, Jamie. Hi. Hi, Hello. welcome. Thank you. How are you guys? Not We're bad. good. How are Not you? Bad. Well, my jaw is killing me. I had a filling yesterday and got a whole bunch of shots of whatever lidocaine and my whole jaw hurts. Huh? <laughs> I was going to say, you sound a little groggy. <laughs> yeah, well, I, it was yesterday, but I, I don't know. I still don't feel great after getting it done. And the thing is, my tooth doesn't hurt. It's the damn, like, the soft tissue where they put the shot. I've never had it hurt after the fact, but I guess that's common because I looked it up but yeah, yeah it's a it pretty big needle but they, but they, needle, they yeah. saved my tooth I thought I was going to lose the tooth so I'm just glad I still have a tooth <laughs> oh great that's good I mean that's always yeah. the goal so congratulations that is, on, that is a on positive. your tooth we've got to yeah. spend a lot of money on crowns now but at least they saved the tooth yep at least you'll get that Hollywood smile <laughs> so alright well shall we do it sure let's do it Let's let's start right. with the season finale of the arc. I knew that's where you wanted to start. Uh, all right. Um, as I texted to you guys, I thought this was kind of hilarious, and I don't really think that's what they were going for <laughs> on this whole show. Um, but I guess this episode was kind of like this episode was kind of like everything that's horrible about the show and everything that's kind of good about the show all rolled into one. Yeah, of an episode. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I'm getting bit by, I don't know how I feel about getting, get them getting bit by the spiders. That part is funny, but crazy. That part is funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In but, this episode, everybody was sticking their hand in the jar with the spiders. Yeah, in the box with the spiders, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The funniest, yeah. The funniest was when Matt, Maddox did it, and Bryce was like, why would you just go right for it? Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you've seen this woman, right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I guess my only thing I was kind of surprised. The, the one, I mean, every lot of stuff in the, in this was not surprising, obviously. But um, I, the one thing that I, I don't know was kind of strange to me was the thing with Kelly. Like, okay, I guess I guess we're glad Kelly's probably not going to be in it for a while, if at all. But she was like forgave him because he saved her life or whatever, and you know Angus took the blame for it. But I'm not sure whether she was supposed to be upset or mad or just didn't care. It did not. Like I don't know, it just didn't really come off as it came off more apathetic to me. Like she was supposed to be mad, but she really didn't seem mad. So I didn't know how to feel about. That. I that think the sense. reason behind that is because it's like. I feel like Maddox is like she's my daughter, but I ha- so I have to care, but I don't want to. Like you yeah, know, how, like yeah. a lot of times you see with you see with stuff where there's family members who are fighting amongst themselves, but as soon as somebody else gets involved, they band together because they're like, you know what? I can say all this shit about my daughter, but you can't. I could smack her around and almost kill her, but you can't. But with Maddox, it's the yeah. opposite. It's like. I don't want I, – I talk to her because she's my daughter. It's like I don't want to talk to her. She's crazy. She keeps screwing up my plans. I don't want to have to deal with this, but she's my daughter, so I have to deal with it. Oh, you almost killed her? Well, you're lucky you saved my life. You know, otherwise it'd be, oh, yeah. you know. So it, it's kind of like the yeah, opposite of what you, you usually she see. She thought about it for like five seconds. Um, yeah. But, but, but well, well, at least they took care of that storyline. But I, um, I feel trust trust is pro or trust Maddox is very problematic for me in this episode. Yeah, I I do yeah. like though that they kind of like had the whole thing where they they saved them and you know they did make an ally because they she never would have done that. I think the fact that they went back for them was like in all honesty stupid. Not stupid as in stupid plot point. Stupid as in you wouldn't risk everybody's lives to go save the other ship, whether you caused it or not, you know? I mean, what so, she was, yeah. I mean, it's good that she did, and, and they got an ally, and it worked out in their favor because they needed her in the end clearly anyway, and she ended up saving them. So, like, I'm saying I like it, like, I like the way they did it, but I think that as, like, a um, a leader, she made the wrong decision. Should have just thrown mm-hmm. trust out of the airlock and moved on. <laughs> Like, I don't well, know. I just kind of feel like they risked everybody for that. Whether I mean, they caused it, clearly, but still, it was not really a, a smart leader move, I guess, I feel like. I don't know. I, I mean, was she, I mean, first of all, was she really risking everybody's life at first? Like, she, like she went to the other moves? Or, I mean, we're getting closer to the end of the episode, and we're kind of skipping a lot of stuff that happened, but... She she maneuvers her arc to the other side of the planet to like balance it to sort of be the other magnet that that trust wouldn't activate right like was that putting everybody in danger just to do, like she does that to give her fifteen a chance to get away I don't think she was put necessarily putting everybody in danger she nobody had any way of knowing 
the ridiculous plot twist is coming where the planet would explode. Right. Yeah, well, I, I mean, going to suck them in, or supposed to be going to suck them in. Yeah, but maybe I didn't no, quite understand. Karen, that. I no, I, I no, no, I get what Jamie's saying. What they did, it did put everybody in danger. It was like if if what they were doing didn't work and and Alicia didn't have the timing down just right, they would have also been sucked into the planet. Oh well, and I, and I mean, all right. What they kind of what they kind of did was they kind of they kind of split the magnets' um, attention because instead of just yeah, pulling arc fifteen, it was also pulling arc three, which split. You know, so it wasn't as strong in one direction, which is why they were able to do what they did. So, Jamie's Jamie's not wrong, but honestly, I didn't think that much about it. (laughs) I didn't think that much. The way that I think about it, too, though, is I I feel like in a way she should because they caused them to have that happen and would have caused their death. But at the same time, I feel like in a way they're not just risking the lives of the people on the ship. They're risking the human race because, like, they're the last people potentially they're even alive. Yeah, so, no, yeah I mean, I think that's exactly why Garnet couldn't um, just abandon them to die. That's like, Garnet's true. not yeah. going to yeah. do that. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, there's only, that's, like, yeah. that's kind of, that was kind of a reasoning behind humans it. Because living and you're going to sacrifice 300 to save 300, I mean... That's another ridiculous. Oh my god! One of the another hilarious part of this episode I, I, happens on that bridge. Um, let me go back. What? I mean, I guess there's not really that much to talk about except this big final episode, any this final scene anyway. But I mean, I thought it was kind of ridiculous that they went through this whole. You remember last week when I was talking about like the genetic diversity and how you need more than the 150 people they have or whatever. And then there's yeah. this ridiculous, and then there's this, then there's a scene this week where everybody's like, you can't just let them all day die. And, and trust says, well, are there at least 150 people on the ship? Okay. Well then we have adequate genetic diversity to like populate the planet, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, Oh my God. It's like, they were listening to the podcast and they wrote that <laughs> like for me. So I would shut up about it. Right. Um, and then everybody expresses outrage. At, I mean, Truss is really – so, AJ, you think Maddox is a problematic character. I'd like to hear that because I think Truss is a really problematic character. Well, the, um, Truss is just awful. Maddox yes. it, it, it is uneven. Like like we, yeah. we kind of touched on it a minute ago, the, everything with Telly. I, I just – I don't know. I felt like – you know what? Maybe I feel like everything wasn't earned. I mean, Garnett has been 100% truthful with her. Um, trust almost screwed that up when he, you know, tried to kill them. Um, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I just feel like it's very unearned. Like, like Maddox is very simplistic. Um, you know, we just talked about the Kelly thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Part you saved my life. You, you saved you saved my life, so I'm not gonna have you killed for 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 hitting my daughter in the head with a shovel. Um. And then, you know, everything happens, you know, they, they give her the cure and she's like, okay, you got, you know, this whole ship just saved my life now. And then it was like, she goes back to her ship and, you know, she's like, I don't know, you know, we'll ever be friends, but I can respect you now. And then they save them. And she says, remember when I said we could never be friends? And like, it's just the way she delivered the line and the way, you know, it's just, 
she's she's kind of comical almost unintentionally. Like when you said you, you know you, you thought the episode was hilarious, I immediately thought, oh, she must be talking about Maddox because it it just doesn't feel earned. I mean, within an not even within an hour span of the episode, Maddox completely went from ruthless um, adversary to to an ally. Yeah, exactly. Really, really quickly. And I just, that kind of bothered me a little bit. Um, And and since I'm talking about things that bothered me in the episode, um, let's, let's, I'm going to jump right into the science part of it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, Um, wait, 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 Let me come. What, what, what? Okay, go ahead. Let me complain about Maddox real quick while you're on that topic real quick. Um, I mean, I agree with you that she seemed to be like, very wishy-washy and her character sort of like went from one extreme to the other um, very easily with like little provocation or a little evolution for us to, I mean, she, she's a very transactional person, but um, one thing that bothered me was her bit about like, now she's going to be mad at them for like hitting Kelly with a shovel, which I get it, but she knows that her daughter is a loose cannon and a killer, and like, like she certainly knows that Kelly deserved it, right? Like, people are yeah. Kelly snuck over there. She, which you know, she's obviously going to try to kill Angus. And I mean, I think, I think, I think Maddox knows that Kelly placed herself in that position. So you could be mad at. Certainly you could be upset that your daughter is injured and angry that it happened, but there seemed to be no recognition of, like, you know, just last week she was like, Kelly, you're the worst. You can't do anything right. You screw everything up. I should never let you out of the ship. And that seems to be, you know, suddenly she's like a loving mother who believes that Kelly could not have done. Like, she knows Kelly did it, right? She knows Kelly earned that whack in the head, right? That's what I'm saying. She was was very uneven this episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Science. Um, speak. Science. Speak, no, sorry. Actually, speaking of Angus, real quick, how funny was that scene with him and Alicia, where they both realized their first kisses were with psychotic killers? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, which which also brings which also brings the other point of okay, they're both in their twenties, right? Yeah. Why are they acting like twelve year olds? Yeah. Why? How is that their first kiss? <laughs> I realized, you know, this is the whole thing. I was just going to say, I was just, no, hold on. See, see, I was just going to say, I, re, I, under, I realized there's the whole nerd trope, but the nerd trope went out a long time ago because nerds rule the world now. So that, that, that's an old trope that I'm surprised they still use. But anyway, um, yeah, the science. Okay. So I had, uh, and, and again, I know it's a futuristic show, and I know they they play fast and loose with the science sometimes, but you have all these consultants. You can get all these consultants for things and everything. At least try and make it realistic in a way. Like we're supposed to believe we're watching a show about the you know the planet being abandoned because we destroyed it and everything, and everybody got out, and this is the last of humanity. And you have all these brilliant minds, and you've got—I mean, you've got the two most brilliant minds on the entire planet. You've got Trust and Maddox, the two most brilliant yeah. minds that we've been told about on the planet of Earth. Yet, they come up with this scheme 
how they're going to place magnets on the uh, planet near the equator to make it spin. Okay, I can let my imagination stretch for a bit. However, first of all, so without the planet spinning and um, and no actual magnetism, there's no gravity on this planet. Okay? This planet has no natural gravity, which means the planet should not be round. If you have no natural ma- magnetism or gravity, the, the planet has nothing to hold its shape. Maybe it used so, to be. Maybe it, it originally was and it disappeared. <laughs> you know, like maybe the planet was formed, then it lost its but gravity. Then it should have, but it, <laughs> okay, okay, you know what, Jamie, we'll, we'll go with that. But it's, that it should have lost its shape, though. It should, have, it should be some kind of oblong oval shape or something. But anyway, that, that aside, okay. So that's, so that's the first part, right? The second part is you cannot see a planet spin by the naked eye. Okay. Within five seconds, within, they're, they're like, they're like nothing happened. And I'm thinking nothing should happen. And then Ava's like, no, wait, look. And, you, and they show the camera uh, on the planet, and the planet, you can visibly see the planet spinning. And I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> I'm like, over an elapsed period of time, like, give it an hour, and you'll notice that this ocean is over here now. But, you know, the, the ocean's now, you know, 10 centimeters to the right of where it was before. That you could notice over an elapsed, oh, yeah, a, a period of time you're not going to immediately see the planet start spinning. Like, I mean, the dark side of the planet spun halfway around in, what, 30 seconds? And went boom. Yeah, that's a pretty damn fast-moving planet. <laughs> that is a fast-moving planet for, for, a, for a planet that doesn't have natural, rota- doesn't have natural magnetism. It has, so, so it now has artificial magnetism to make the planet spin they shut the magnets off because of everything that was happening, and it now has its own inertia. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, crap, we've got, like, two minutes to get away. That, <laughs> that cracked me up. However, it did answer one of my questions, which we've been talking about, What is once they get down to the planet, then what happens with the story? Oh, never mind, because we're still on the ship. Yeah, that's what I wanted to nope, say. No more planet. Yeah. So, you know, I'm interested. It's funny that that's your scientific problem with this show because I, you know, I watched that and I, well, yeah, (laughs) I watched that and I think I texted you guys. I saw that and I thought, well, you can't just start a planet spinning like a thing that doesn't, it doesn't spin whatever sort of atmosphere, life, water, whatever is down there is in a state of not it not rotating, right? Um, and you can't just automatically, like, you just start spinning, like, you're going to change everything. You're going to, like, I, 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 yeah. I can't, like, I was watching that. I can't even think of what's going to, I'm not a planetary scientist. Like, I, I, I can't even, like, articulate what in that moment I thought. Because I was like, this is not going to, this cannot be good. You cannot just, they were like, we're going to start spinning this planet up so that it has light. And I can't remember why. It was so stupid that I was like, wait, what are they trying to do? Have a normal day night site like what? Um, this cannot end well. Like was what I thought. These people are idiots. Um, 
And then, of course, it, I don't know what I expected, but I did not. That was hilarious. I did not expect that. I thought it was another hilarious. The whole thing, that whole entire scene was hilarious with trust. And he's like, oh, guess what? I, he's like pulling his Dr. Evil routine, how he's like, I didn't set it up correctly because I really <laughs> hate Evil. Maddox so much. Right? He's like, he's like Dr. Evil with his plan that he purposely set it up incorrectly to try to suck Maddox's, like, to kill her because he just hates, he just hates, I mean, he just hates her. That's really all it is, right? He's always hated her. He still hates her. Now he's mad that his wife died, but it's really his wife's own fault. Um, and then everybody's yeah, like, I'm like, freaking like, killing all the other people on the ship because uh, he's pissed yeah, about the, it. Like, everyone, everyone's having a fr- no. The Jimmy, he sounded exactly. I was like, oh my god, he sounds like Jimmy because when they're like, they're like, you can't kill 400 innocent people just because you don't like her, and and Truss says, whatever, they're with her now. They support her. They chose her, so they like they're bad also, and they deserve to die also. Hey, whoa, and whoa. I, I was like, wait, we had this conversation last week, like, w- like. Those people are bad, and I was like, no, every single person on that ship is not like who knows. But like they had to, like, that was your way out, right? We had this conversation last week that everybody on that yeah. ship is not in with trust, is not loyal to trust, doesn't even hasn't even met her, doesn't even like what like. You Maddox. Like, I, I, I Maddox, yeah. I immediately kind of we had that conversation last week about that, so. That was hilarious, but I, I really the most hilarious moment to me was when the whole planet blew up. When that we had this whole thing, we can't share that planet. Yes, we can. Are we friends? Are we not friends? I don't know. Okay, we'll share the planet with you. And then boom, it blows up. And like I, I, I laughed out loud when I saw that. And then of course, what happens? A giant chunk of the planet hits Arc One, and so now they're gonna they're disabled and gonna die, right? Um, which how people on shows in space continually survive, like when, like the air, at least on Star Trek, they do that thing where like when there's a hull breach, you see the force field go up and they have like a force field that keeps the air in or whatever. Right. Um, but shows in space are constantly having hull breaches and somehow people like live. Um, anyway, that's where it ends. Right. Like trust, like Maddox is like, okay, I'm here. And, and like, they leave it that Maddox yeah. is going to come and save them. You think, right? Yeah, they, um, they, they're sending over. So they're sending over crew members and supplies to help them. Yeah, is where it ends. Uh, yeah, it was. It, I mean, I thought it was kind of rather. I, I thought it was really funny. I don't think they intended to be funny, um, but I didn't. I mean, there are some things I got to give them credit for a few things. So uh, we haven't heard so much from Jamie. I'll I'll stop myself talking for a minute and hear what Jamie. Did you rewatch <laughs> it, Jamie, this week? What? Or are you arc? relying on your memory? Yeah. Had you seen? No, you did not watch ahead this episode. You saw this episode this week with us, right? Um, I think I, no, I had seen it. I think one week ahead. I didn't see it real far. Okay. Ahead. Okay. I had seen it though ahead. But okay. yeah, um, so I, I remembered mo- a lot of it. I, I, I kind of, I agree with a lot with a lot of what you said. It, it's a lot of craziness. Like I liked it, but some of the stuff, it's like this show does something good, but then some of the things that are like unbelievable or really predictable are like can be that in an extreme way. And sometimes <laughs> it makes it hard to keep liking the good yeah. parts of it, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, it's still, I still liked it, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It was kind of like crazy stuff with, with some of it, but um, 
I, I I like how they I mean I like how they resolved it and I like how they found a way to keep them in space because that's what I had yes. you know questioned early on is are they going to be able to go to the planet and I think that the you know the point of the show at least right now is them in space so I I get how they did it and I can see how it you know they can have more story um, but yeah some of the points getting there were a little. A little unbelievable. No, I, I, I agree with you on that. I I think I have to give this show credit for advancing the storyline really, really fast. I'm not sure at episode one or three or four that I thought we'd ever actually get to Proxima B, right? Yeah. It was always about resources and they needed to change it up and they, they kind of did and they, they have moved it along. Um, and I think that they found a way to do it where hopefully there'll still be more, more story. Mm-hmm. Karen, you didn't think we'd get <laughs> yep. to Proxima B? I, the way this show started, I didn't think we'd get to episode 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I thought it could be canceled. I thought it was so bad that it would get canceled. I think we both you know, thought that. Was it you? Yeah. I don't remember if it was you or somebody else that was talking about, too, about this. Um how like the people that write this are more do episodic or not episodic. Um, I'm calling it the wrong one. The opposite one that don't tend to do like they like, might more do like episode of the week, monster of the week type. Serialized. Like, yeah. Like yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I guess episodic is the right word. Um, and episodic I think is the right word. Yes. This show needed I mean, this show wasn't episodic. This show did have was more serialized, but I think that maybe more make shows that aren't, and they need to like maybe learn some of the ways to to put it together to make it the serialized part of it work a little better. I guess. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I really agree with Jamie what you said. Like that they how they found a way to get them to the planet and then still keep them in space was kind of a, you know, they got their story where it needed to go. Yeah. Um, Without making us wait forever to get a resolution. Well, yeah, and it feels like, are we in now like a Battlestar Galactica type thing where they have, okay, they only have two ships in their fleet, but you know how Battlestar Galactica, the whole thing was like this ragtag, ragtag fusion fleet searching for home and they're like, going around looking for a planet. We're looking for Earth all the time, right? Or, I mean, it's not quite like like Voyager, but Star Trek Voyager spent years being lost in Delta Quadrant trying to, like, find their way home, right? Seven of them. Of course, they went to, like, <laughs> seven years? Yeah, and they, of course, they went to, like, yeah. the planet of the week. Like, you know how Star Trek is? Like, every week they're yeah. looking at a new planet and a new... That's not this show, but... It's a little, um... It's a little more Battlestar Galactica, but there are no Cylons chasing them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, I mean, one reason that they have to stay on this ship is because the show, at least for now, the show we watch this season does not have the budget for sets. Right? They have to stay on Arc One Fair. because I mean, Arc One is the most boring. Every single hallway, every single room looks exactly the same. Right? It's like they have one set and they just like switch it and like let's hang up cat's posters. Which, by the way, we didn't talk about whiny baby cat. Oh my god, want to smack her? Right? Um, uh-huh. I'm kind of curious to see how cat's going to react. 
Yeah. Go ahead. I'm kind of curious to see how she's going to react next season to trust with what he did. Yeah. 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 He's just the worst. If he wasn't the smartest guy in the universe, they should just space him. Well, they've got Maddox they, yeah. now, so they really don't need trust anymore. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, the but only yeah, reason the only reason trust the only reason trust needed or Maddox needed trust to turn the um the the magnets on was because he was the only one with the codes. She didn't know that she couldn't hack into the codes. Yeah. Because she and did everything else. Up, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. They don't need a well, controller. Yeah. Totally right. I'm just. They can stick well, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Maybe they'll tweet. Yeah, between it, Maddox and Alicia, Alicia is an expert in every single kind of science. Like, she, like, yeah. Yeah, she can do, she can, she's a hacker. She can recognize methane gas, like, is not on her screen. No, she did she not. Like, no, every, she did not recognize not, no, methane gas. That was the problem. That was <laughs> the problem. Yeah. The one time, the one time we needed to count on you, Alicia, and you didn't catch it. One time. Um, but yeah, they, this show does not have—they don't have the budget to land. They—they they have to stay on this ship until Sci-Fi gives them a budget. Fair point. Like, right? There's no way this show has any money to, um, uh, to have any of the kinds of things you'd need for a, for a land-based set. I mean, we saw that with the Expanse. Like when they moved to Amazon, we got a lot more sets when they got a lot more money, right? Yeah, we did. So. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, um, so 12 episodes ago, I would have said good riddance. Now I'm kind of interested to see where this goes next year. Yeah. I mean, so I, it didn't become any about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the planet they were going to go to and everyone boycotted it. Now they have to go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now they have FTL, so now, you know, now it's yeah. possible. Now they have all their FTL issues, like, figured out. Um, well, I was going to say, they, they destroyed her FTL, though, on the other the other ship. Yeah, they can fix it, though. I'm sure they can um, fix it. They only hit it with a hammer. Yeah, they can fix it. I'm sure they it's can fix it. It's not destroyed forever. Yeah. I don't think they're going to have so, a problem fixing are it. Are they going to be able to fix arc one, or are they going to go over onto their arc? There's not a room on the other arc. You know what? I'm not sure about that. I kind of wondered, too, because they said they were sending, you know, medical supplies and people to help, Um, but I was kind of vague on if they're all going to have to. Like, from what Lane said, the bridge was cut off from the rest of the ship. So, and comms were down. Oh, yeah. Basically, what that means is, basically, what that means is, They've got until season two premieres, uh, you know, they've got some time to figure out in the script what that means because they don't know what that means yet because they said, holy shit, we got renewed. We better start writing yeah. scripts. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we don't yeah. know what that means yet. Yeah. I hope, I hope that they still have both ships because I just feel like that's going to be too many people on ARC-15. <laughs> <laughs> and granted, yeah, I know it's a big ship, but I just, I just, I just feel like there's, there's, there's more opportunity for story if they're still separated. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But they, I mean, they could like be working together and try, you know, traveling. Oh yeah, I mean, ships. they could, they, could, oh yeah, absolutely, they could fly side by side all the way there. You know, I mean, yeah. that's not, you know, there's definitely an interaction. 
I just feel like if you put everybody on one ship again, it just kind of, I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I think where this goes, it, one way this could go is like constant conflict between the two clashing leadership styles and Garnett, who always like, you know, wants to do the right thing and Maddox, who really doesn't want to do the right thing and they can't trust each other and they don't, right? And they and then they have a little, yeah. like, trust always trying it. Like, I see, like, a lot of... I mean, in theory, there should be a lot of room on Arc 1 because, like, 400 people got killed before they even woke up. Like, it always surprises yeah, me. But like, I forget <laughs> why that whole part of the ship's gone, right? But, but part, yeah, yeah, part, part of, of the ship are missing. <laughs> yeah, so all those... They lost all those bedrooms that they really need. <laughs> and, and don't forget, don't forget, and don't forget, there's a there's a big there's a big hole in the uh, the men's shower. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. They have to have a co-ed shower now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So all right, what a real surprise this show was. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm always like, Jamie, stop telling me it gets better. But this was a case where Jamie was, you know, Jamie was, she was right, right on. <laughs> yeah. It did get better. But well, you know what? To be to, to, to be to be fair, it wasn't hard for it to get better because it was really bad at first. To be fair, it could only get better. <laughs> yeah. There you go. No, it could get like yeah. Walking Dead. It could, you can't say it could always yeah. get better. Oh, you yeah. know what? She, she, you know, that's, that that's is true, not too. true. Oh, there, there, there is there is fear yeah. of the walking yep there is walking dead yep yeah yep. so all right we should probably uh all right yep move on all right rabbit rabbit you didn't see picard no no rabbit hole, hole. Yep. yeah all right rabbit, rabbit hole. hole um and I waited this again. Ep- I'll wait until we're done talking before I go see the next one. All right. So, this is the episode where they break into the super secure um, vault, which right. I really yes. like. Was very, there's, there's, what is that other show we watched that a very similar um, – oh, no, I saw it on the Equalizer where Queen Latifah had to break into a place like that. Um oh. Uh, I feel like I, you know, yeah. you know what though? No, are we sure? Because I feel like we recently, or I recently also saw something where they broke into something People high profile, some super yeah. high profile thing like that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember yeah. what what I've seen that on recently, and I can't remember, but I, I feel like I've seen oh. that scenario recently also. It'll come close while we're talking. Anyway, that's what this episode was about. Um, yeah. I was very disappointed to, like, I was really happy to see Megan follows as um, Senator Evers, and I was sorry to see her get killed so quickly because I was, I was looking forward yeah, to seeing. Now, seeing, now um, I know who that is. It kept, I kept thinking, who is that? Who is yeah, that? I kind of saw that coming, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, okay, I was sorry kinda, about that. It's kind of sad, and it's kind of like a big, um, I don't know the right way to say it, nail in, in what they're trying to do. Like, like they finally got a good piece of information and might have been able to um, – you know, use it, and now it's it's kind of a moot point. Um, yeah. But I like how they did the thing with the bank and how they had to, like, she had to give him the money and trust him in order to do it, and I, how she, in the end, you know, saved him, which his father was so worried he was going to screw up, which he did. But, um, you know. Yeah, Haley's quick on her feet. Yeah, she was smart sure. able to say 
really like that. But um, but yeah, I, I like I like how they overall like it wasn't really a heist, but the way they did it was was pretty cool how they did it. And the well, fact that it was that a heist, they like, stole something. A, I mean, it was a heist, but I mean, it wasn't really like a bank heist type heist. But I I like also how he did the double cross with the suitcase and how he switched it twice and. You know, because he knew yeah. better than to trust that guy in in the end, anyway. Um, but but I, I think, like I said, one of the the important things about this episode is was that there was a lot more about trust because she had to like trust him. You know, all, the whole time she's always Who's like, she? Hale, you, you mean Haley? Haley, sorry, yeah. Haley. The whole time it's like you know, put put at least part of your your trust in me or whatever. And he's always afraid to trust her, and like she really this time had to put her trust in him. And, you know, he ended up that he saw, I think, that now she does trust him, and it made him trust her more. So I think um, – I, I made me – I don't trust her. I don't trust her one bit. No, I said he made him trust her. I don't know if we did. I know. <laughs> he did. I hope she's not that. You know, I honestly – two questions. One thing I was confused by something you said, AJ. You were saying – I don't know if it was in text or when we were on the phone. I can't remember – but you were saying how you think like that, um, that what they're after is like an AI or something like that. Oh Have yeah. Have you not seen the last episode that they showed Peter Well Peter Wellers is that it? Peter, Peter yeah Peter Wellers I think it's his name. Yeah, anyway, Peter, Peter Wellers. Um, yeah, they showed him last week too. Like they had already shown who he was. Right. Unless he's protected. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Has anybody called him Crowley? Has anybody called him anything? No, no, no I one's think called he's, him Crowley. Okay, that's true. That's true. Is, that's true. I don't but think, I didn't know that's what see, I don't, I was yes, I don't think he's Crowley. I think he's just another minion. I think that's the, the whole thing. I think everybody sees him and goes, oh, Peter Weller. He must be the bad guy. Everybody's treating him like he's the boss. He must be Crowley. I don't buy for a second that he's Crowley. I think he's just another minion. Okay. A well, higher-up minion. Sense. But a minion, nonetheless. You hadn't seen it when you said it. That's why I was thinking. But yeah, um, now he's he's yeah. A, he's a red herring. We're supposed to think that he's Crowley and he's not because nobody's ever called him Crowley. Nobody's ever, you know, it's never been. Yeah, and it's very early to reveal who Crowley is, right? That's yeah. like one thing. That... Yeah. 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 I was just the other thing I was going to say is I still, out of all of them, feel like maybe his. I hope it's not. I don't want any of them to be bad. But part of me off and on wonders if his father is bad. But um, the other thing I wonder is if it could be like that maybe he betrayed himself and didn't know it, like because he sort of is not all the way with it all the time. Like if he could like have caused a problem later on, you'll find out and like didn't know about it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense what I'm saying? I don't know that that's yeah, possible, but it's so, so twisty. I could see something like that. Um, and, and, and this also, was another also one don't know. at the end of the episode where, like, I was shocked, but it's like, yes, of course that's what happened. Like, of course that you find out somehow that guy isn't dead, you know, where no, it's no, impossible. No, 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 it is not, it is Wait. not a fact that uh, Either that dead. or it's all in his head. It's one or the other, but. No, oh. someone could be impersonating him. His own father yeah. could be impersonating that's him. True. That's Haley true. Haley and his, and Ben both know that he's doing this. It could be anyone on the other side yeah. of that right now. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess I'm like saying, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm, I, I feel like I should be like, Oh yeah, of course that's like a, like not necessarily that it's him, but just like, that's a plot point that they're trying to make him think that let's put it that way. 
like that they're trying to make him think he's alive. But because um, I don't think that they necessarily could have faked that. But I don't know how you fake somebody falling off the that. side of a building well, like that. Well, we know he fell off, yeah. but but he didn't actually see the body. Like, could he, they have somehow? like switched dental records or something and made it look like him, I don't know, is what I'm saying. Like, is it possible? And where is his body and how did he survive? How does he, well, how do you survive? I mean, the body they can't even get to. No, I mean, I think somebody jumped off the building. But I'm saying, is it possible that the person that jumped off the building wasn't really him, that, like, at some John point we see, him. John we, we see saw, him do it. John, we see him do it. John we saw, saw him do it. it. John was, we saw it. John saw oh, that's it. True. He, was he goes right backwards there. off the building right there. But, again, I also question, though, can we absolutely trust everything John sees, though, because to some extent he's an unreliable narrator. I, I don't know. I, I'm just thinking out of the box. John, and John, can, be, John can be an unreliable narrator, but if we're seeing – we're not being narrated by John in that situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I just was trying to figure out if there's a way that he actually could be alive and somehow they, like, faked it. I don't know. That was just my question, but I don't know that he could have. I don't know that it's possible that they could have. I don't see any way, and, and and it's onto like a New York City street to fall. Like like any yeah. number of people would have seen a body fall. Right? Oh like, yeah, how I do definitely you... think a person fell. I'm not saying that that is impossible. I was just wondering if there's some way that it could have been that between what we saw that like it wasn't really him. That like he for whatever yeah. reason like. It, but I, don't, I said I don't think that it's possible that it could have been somebody I mean, else. Jamie, but think I, about I it. We, we, we watch him get up from the desk, walk out. So, I mean, we, we see Yeah, we see his face from Weir's point of view. But you're right. I just, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just thinking out of the box. But, um, but um, yeah. But, yeah, it could also yeah, be I mean, in his head, too. I mean, he could be a It could be in his head. It could be, it could be somebody you know. else. And if it, if he is somehow alive, there's going to be one hell of a plausible story behind it. Um, yeah. I want to touch, touch back on Haley for a minute. Um, I think one of my favorite parts of the whole episode is that conversations they're having before she convinces him to get some sleep. I love how she turned the tables on him. And this is something I hadn't even thought about, you know, that she would even, anybody would even think this, but when she was suggesting, she's like, how do I know that you're not conning me? You, you know, how do I know you didn't know that I had this $20 million? How did I know you haven't been all, you set all this up to play me to get the 20 million? You know, I was like, wow. I was like, yeah, that his was paranoia is, right? it, I was like, his paranoia is rubbing off on her. <laughs> yeah. But I love that. I thought that was great because all of a sudden I was like, wow, that, like, I was just really, impressed by that scene because I was just like, wow, that's not a bad thought. Like that's, I mean, I don't think, you know, that's not what's going on, but, but that is a very plausible, it's a very plausible thing for a person thrust into this life suddenly to come up with. I mean, that uh, makes perfect sense that she would think that, but I I thought that was pretty good. Something I like, that's what I like about the show is there's lots of paranoia. It's very, Spy game, um, uh-huh. you know. There's lots of twists and turns into it, but it's really thought out. Like every step of it is really thought out. Like I love the fact that he left the key in there, and I love the fact that she was quick enough to be like, "Okay, I, you know, he's like abort, abort. He's like, we need to get out of here." And she was like, "You know, you, 
thinking about it, and she's like, wait, I can go in there, and I can get the key, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I it's just it's funny when she kept laying the laser pointer on the on the ceiling. And I know, that was funny. Get upset. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah. And I like the fact yeah. I like the fact that he he did, he switched the briefcases and didn't tell anyone that he was doing it. Haley figured it out after after the fact, but his, even Ben didn't know. He didn't even tell Ben what he was doing. Well, so it just yeah, goes to show he really doesn't trust yeah. he doesn't trust anybody, which I don't blame him. No, I don't know. Yeah. No, same either. Um but he does I mean he's he's trusts Haley. He's starting to really trust Haley. And he's falling for Haley. Yeah. And I don't trust her at all. And I think, you know, she's so comfortable and, you know, okay, she's suddenly thrust into this world, but she actually is adapting. Well, I just, yeah, pretty I mean, well. It, it, it's still, it's still, it, like, they just kind of dropped it where the part where, like, she, like, John couldn't find that she even existed before, like, nine years ago, right? Um, and, and, like she's she's got this like unclear past that he he sort of dropped and didn't investigate anymore and I, and she's just so comfortable and so adaptable that I think she's not she says she is and that she's got like experience in in more skeletons maybe not this exact kind of work but she's uh, yeah you know what she's very what I keep thinking would be interesting if it's actually the uh, if the one that's not who they say they are is actually um the other guy the one that they kidnapped because he's so like um like nice and naive Hom Han I can never remember any of these names you know names um that would be kind of interesting because like you so don't like, we're all saying, I don't trust her, I don't trust him. And I'm thinking, he's the one guy I do trust, and I'm thinking, why? Because we really don't know a lot about him. Well, oh, actually, like, I, so, so, I mean, that, that I disagree with, because he, he's a federal investigator. Oh. He, has a, he has, like, a known record that they easily could investigate. Like, he's, he's, a, he's a federal auditor. and I guess, but he could still have, like, a... I don't know, but, dark side or something. Here, I have, I've trusted them all along. But, I just now was thinking, I wonder if we should, you know. Yeah, yeah. But here's here's the and great then, thing, Jamie. That's that's the great thing about this show, because because of all the twists and turns, and who can I trust? Who can I trust? This no, but it makes you the viewer. Then you start going, I have no reason to suspect this guy, but, <laughs> but now I, I wonder. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. that's what makes the show so good. It's part of what makes the show yeah. really good. I will tell you, speaking of suspicious people, it could just be um, a, a narration choice uh, for not so much exposition, but kind of plays the part of the outside world maybe. But there's something about that podcast guy. Like, I, I feel like <laughs> he's not just – I just be speaking exactly of that. I don't know. Like, the podcast guy seems like he's going to turn out to be a bigger deal than what we're seeing right now. <laughs> I just oh, yeah. I like, just get that you know feeling from him. Um, the other part of the show before he's we you know, come off, I do want to talk about that. we Yeah, maybe he's Crowley. But I do want to talk about that we haven't talked about is um, the fact of, of the whole thing with um, the, the senator being assassinated in the storyline with I think his name was Kyle. Kyle. And, and, and the, Kyle. And the girl. Okay. So we find out that he's 
you know, more than we thought he was and that that girl was set up from the beginning, which I think was interesting. But the the whole thing was like him seeing her tattoo. Was that supposed to be because Kyle's name was on it that like maybe they'll link yeah. it or something? Like I don't, I, they, they showed a close up of the tattoo and I went like close to seeing it was, it looks like it has his name on it. Okay, well, so, but I'm saying like that, I assume the way they did that, that Earth. that's going to be important that he saw that because they sort of made it like it was important and it focused on the tattoo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's going to be how it, it's going to be. It's going to be how they figure out that he was involved with her. Like, if you notice, like all the pictures of him and everything. Any any time they're taking a picture together, he's never looking at the camera. Yeah, like, so they can connect. I, 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 it's funny. I felt like I, I felt like um, uh, John. I felt like John was about to figure it out because there was that one picture that was kind of cropped of him, like a Facebook picture or something, mm-hmm. and it was just like his lower half. But it was enough, and John had like this look of recognition on his face, like he was about to say something, and then he got the text. Um, yeah, from, I, I from what's his face's phone number. What? Well, I guess my question though is, other is that just to connect the two threads in their minds? Because I'm just not sure what that's going to help them by telling that he was part of it because they already know he's bad. Or is it just because maybe it'll help them identify him because they didn't know his well, they're name? Trying, I mean, they're just, I think they're. I mean, once I mean, it's it's going to connect everything for them to begin with you know, further, but they're just investigating it in the first place because they know she's a patsy. They know she didn't do it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's clear as day. They're trying to investigate her to see if they can find any threads or leads. Um, and and that brings me to my next question, though. I, I kind of didn't understand that whole thing. Okay? I understand uh, helping her get away so she can't be questioned. But what's yeah, the was point he of her being to a let her get away, or was that the plan? Wait, 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 wait. AJ, oh, that was the plan. That was the plan. Let me finish. That yeah. was that was no, that was the plan. Um, yeah, they want to let her get away. I mean, Kyle even spells it out. To, you know, kind of get an exposition as he's creepily killing her. But that's what I didn't get. Why Either a get get her. Uh, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, not so much why did he kill her. But why expose the body? Why dump the body? Because when they examine the body, they're going to see she was choked. So I mean, the it I mean, if you want to make it, if you want to make it look like, if you want to make it look like she jumped from the bridge or something like remorse over shoot, you know, shooting the senator or something, why choke her? And if you're going to kill her, right, so- why not bury bury her in the desert in in, in Nevada somewhere? Because right, if they're so constantly cool. looking for the patsy. You know what yeah, I mean? A couple things Once they here. find her. Yes, go ahead, Karen. I have several things about this. First of all, any any investigator worth their salt is going to see in one minute that Senator Evers was killed by a high powered bullet fired at long range from a rifle by a sniper and not from Good a handgun point. at close range, which would have totally blown her head off in a very different manner, right? Uh, like there's no See, way I, that did I miss something then? Because I thought she shot her, and then the guy with the high-powered rifle shot the black guy. 
He shot them both. There's no way. Okay. Whatever, I didn't, I didn't that, realize that, it was supposed to be. I thought she really no. was supposed to have shot her. Okay. I missed that, no, the, I guess. She might think that she, she shot her true. because she's an, a known, she's an idiot and a not only is she a, is she a mentally unstable person who's been horribly used, but she's dumb and and not experienced. And she might think that she shot Senator Evers, but I believe the sniper killed. That was a perfectly tiny little bullet in her head, right? I, the point was for this woman to be seen on television and and create the yeah, distraction really and take the blame for it. Really um, uh, so. I mean, it does matter because in the real world, anybody would figure that out in a second. I think that maybe the idea is that Crowley is so powerful that he'll be able to suppress the the he's got people everywhere and he can suppress the police report or change the police report or it stop the investigation or whatever, right? When the bullet was mm. due, though, and they didn't think that, it through, <laughs> we think I more mean, about it than they do it's possible. Right? Like, I think maybe Crowley's powerful enough to make sure that the that the video happening live on television that is like judge, jury, and executioner, and like he can stop any type of investigation. Um, second thing is like, so it's possible that strangling her is not part of the plan. You know, I felt like, remember last week I said that I felt like, oh, gee, is um, Kyle having a little remorse? Like we saw him sort of thinking in his head about when he shot Kara. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is he maybe having some remorse? And then this week it appears that, no, exactly the opposite. He's really no. a no, he is person, not. and he, he killed her with his bare hands. But I'm thinking maybe, like, he went, that was not the plan. The plan was not for him to strangle her, but he also is maybe a disturbed person who, like, who, like, yeah, you yeah. Know, I did consider you know, that. He, that's he also was think. very cruel when he strangled her. That wasn't That wasn't a cool, collected assassin. Killing her, he was purposely right. like Table. making her. He was purposely like being really mean to her and making her like suffer even more psychically as much as he could as he strangled her. Right, like that. That's not a cool yeah. collected hitman. That was not no. business. That was like personal. So maybe yeah. he went off the plan. Um, and the third thing I want to say is like we don't know where he dumped her. Like like maybe he drove six hundred miles and dumped her like, you know, and maybe he like uh and we don't know that and like I mean she could be yes, I agree with you also that he could have concealed that body better and why not like lay her down and drop her in the ocean or set her on fire or right? Like he did yeah. leave her in a place to be sure found. Maybe gonna... the plan is Again, maybe, maybe I'm sure it'll Crowley can play out. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, it'll make sense. But once yeah, he finds I, out I think it. maybe he just does what he wants because he's not completely there. I don't know. I thought at first he was he was maybe going to turn on Peter Weller. I thought it for a little bit. That's what I thought they were saying before they went and killed the senator. And then I'm like, no, I must have misunderstood that. I don't know if you were supposed to think that, or I just got confused for a second. You were supposed to, no, you but, were supposed to think along those lines okay. because he was playing her, which in turn was playing us at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but yeah, he's definitely disturbed as well. And maybe they're using him and they didn't realize that he wouldn't listen a hundred percent. So it's hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, episode. yeah. Yeah. I mean, he. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else went on in this episode. I mean, that was largely all of it. That was pretty much it. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's about it. Yeah. Um, yep. All right. You know what I was thinking this episode? Not that this is anything in particular about the episode, but what I was thinking in this episode is, um, uh, Kiefer looks a lot like it's, it's starting to look a lot like his father. Like there was like I was I don't know in the one scene in this episode I kept thinking he looks a lot like his father in this episode. Oh like, yeah, just, sounds just like the way he was acting. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, I mean, he's always he's older, always looked like Donald like, quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, but I mean I don't know just as he's getting older he more to me makes me think of, more and more yeah. Of, of, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alrighty, I guess that's it. Um, the only oh, quick question for you guys to... before Jamie leaves. Yeah. Um. Have either of you, or do either of you have plans to see uh, uh, the new Scream? No, I haven't seen any Scream. I like the second probably scream. eventually see it, but not okay. in the theater. Well, no, because Artie and I, I just watched it tonight because it just came out on Paramount today. I was just curious. It was oh, actually really, really good. Well, in that case, yes, I will see it. I just don't want to pay for it. Yeah. It's on Paramount. Yeah, no, or, I agree. On- yeah, no, it just, it just yep. Yeah, it just came out of Paramount okay, today. Okay, then yes, no. I will see it. I thought you meant in the theater. I was pleasantly, it was I was, the no, I was pleasantly surprised. When I yeah, went it came out in the, the theater uh, uh, in March, I think. Well, it must have still been in it there. It was in the theater. Whenever, um, or maybe I went February. To, when I ended up seeing um, John Wick, it was it was there. That's why I said that. Oh, yeah, I it was still it was there cool. then, too, yeah. 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 Um, anyway, anyway, I'm just going to mention a couple things. On what's today's date? I don't even yeah. know today. On what the heck is my today's calendar? the 25th. Today's okay, the 5th. so on Friday, 25th. My date's written down. <laughs> on Friday, uh, Citadel starts. I don't know if you guys are going to watch that or not. Oh yeah, we I, were actually I, we I actually talked about that last week. <laughs> oh, we did. We after I after I disconnected. Um, yeah, after you disconnected, yeah, we, we were talking about upcoming shows. Nope. Pretty good so far. I mean, it's it's a spy show. I don't know that it's the kind we necessarily normally cover, but it's pretty good. I like it so far. Um, so that's coming. And then the other thing is, um, I don't know if you guys are going to watch it or not, but Joshua Jackson is in yeah, the new we show. About the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the whole. Set. Yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to work as a series, but definitely gonna check that out too. I don't know that I've ever seen the original, so I really can't comment on that because I don't think I've ever seen the movie or if I have I don't think I've seen the whole like enough of it that I remember so but uh, but yeah it's pretty good it's not really my type of show usually but it, it's good so far and Joshua Jackson's good in it and so's um what's her face um oh Lizzie Kaplan I'm so bad at names Lizzie Kaplan yeah yeah um, I like that they're they're kind of showing more than one point of view. I think it's interesting. I'll just say that. Well, I guess. I mean, cool. that's Joshua Jackson's last show, The Affair. That was the big gimmick in that show, right? That they would show like two people's uh, yeah versions of The Affair. Um, oh, well, I haven't seen that, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so. I guess that's it then, because I have not seen the other stuff right. yet. So. I am going to go. You guys have a good night. Um, okay. Go. I think I, think I have more rabbit. I'm going to watch the next I have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Good night, Jamie. Night. Night. Bye. Um. 
Okay. So right. uh, now Miss, we're going to have uh, the Mandalorian. No, let's do Miss What's Her Face, uh, Miss Davis. That's quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I'm not sure. I don't like it. I, I, it's. Uh, did you did you watch the other ones, or you only got up to two? Oh yeah, I watched four. I watched four. Um, I. You know, I get real. Is it was this based on a comic book? Because it just feels like a comic. Oh, book. I don't know. I get a real I have comic no book idea. kind of vibe from it. Um. And I get kind of a preacher vibe from it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. I, I get what I, you mean. I get what you mean with that. I'm not. A, I'm trying to like it. I want to like it because of who are behind it. There are parts of it that I like when I'm watching it, but in general, I, I. It's just way too completely bonkers, bonkers. for me to love it. I what well, yeah. Know, you know one thing I didn't like. They start in the 1300s on Friday the 13th when the Templars were burned at the stake. They even put the title mm-hmm. cards up to tell you when it, it is. It, then it turns out to be a commercial for a sneaker. Yeah. Which, yeah. I feel like is extremely misleading and kind of dumb to make us believe that we're seeing something that happened in the past and it's going to connect to the present. So I just, yeah. I didn't understand why, why, why do that? Like that didn't, I don't know. It just it yeah. seems very weird. Um, yeah. I do. One thing. One thing I do kind of like, and I think it's kind of interesting. And I, I want to know what her deal with magicians are. Obviously, she has she has trauma over her family. Um, yeah. You know, growing up in the magician household. But what is going on in present day with magicians trying to do people? Like she keeps getting these magi- She keeps outing these magicians that are like con artists. I, I guess yeah. based on that. Based on the scene we saw, we see with um, with uh, Hutchinson. Um, yeah. And you, you notice they have, like, one, one little quick cameo. So far, the, the first couple of episodes, they had, like, one kind of, like, somebody you recognize, but it hasn't, isn't, like, overly famous, do a cameo type scene for, like, a second. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, and I, I do like the whole um, Jesus aspect of it. I, I kind of like that whole thing where she, you know, it's, I mean, at first, it looks like she's actually meeting this guy, Jay, and everything. And then, I don't know when you realized it before the, if you realized it before the reveal, but I did. I don't remember when I realized what was going on. But I kind of like that, how she, like, Mm -hmm. you know, closes her eyes, and and she goes to his restaurant, and uh, she, you know, gets these names from him to, to go do good or whatever yeah, and everything and yeah. he's like he's like he's a, he's like I, it's not me it's the big guy it's the boss you know and yeah you know and then you know i like you know i I like when you know I, I just i don't know i there's something about those scenes that i like i like i just like the way it's done but the sto- some of the storyline itself is just like just doesn't make any sense i did like the scene when he's got his hand on on the sword and he's like, <laughs> he's like cursing Jesus, and then the lightning bolt comes down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. 
Yeah. But I don't know. I um, just I'm not sure. Oh, and the um the last scene of the last episode um when you I forget what I'm trying to think. I I just remember seeing Schrodinger's cat in the background. Yep, yep. Yeah, we I mean, that so that's like the very first think, thing we see really in episode 1 is when they're rescuing Schrodinger and like Schrodinger and his cat and he hasn't been seen again, right? Yeah. And, until his cat yeah. just showed up in the, in the background of the very last scene. Which, yeah, which means, leads me to believe that he's the one filming that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, so the whole thing with Simone and Jay, like, I, I kind of, like, that's an interesting take on her commitment to Jesus, you know, commitment to I mean, it's, you know, it's funny because, like, nuns in general are, are kind of committed to maybe, like, she believes that she is married to Jesus um, in a way that that I think a, a lot of, like, people who choose a religious life, it's, it's, like, more than just Jesus to them, right? Like, she, right. she, but, like, that whole part where she, where we saw the history of where she first saw Jesus and decided that she loved Jesus and wanted to become a nun and all that, like, it's 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 a very interesting like, whether or not Jesus is actually, like, having this, like, is a physical person having a relationship with her, and she's like, I know you see other people, but let's not talk about it, or whether she, like, this is, like, her, like, in her mind, right? Uh, whether it, like, whatever that really is. I, I think it's a really interesting, like, way they're presenting, like, a person choosing yeah, I, like, I, to devote their life to faith, right? Like, yeah, I, I, I agree like with it. that, though. I like that a lot. Right? Yeah. Um, like I, I do like the way they're doing that. Like, why Jesus would be like take this to the pope, take the cake to the pope, and all that is kind of like I don't know. Yeah. I, I did like. I did like. God working in mysterious whole, ways. Yes. And at first, that whole <laughs> business with the with keeping your the whole thing with the sword Excalibur Fest, whatever it was called. I was like, this is so dumb, I can't believe I have to watch this stupid episode. But I kind of got into it, and I was like, oh, I can, I understand why Wiley, like, really wants to participate, and I hope he can win. Yeah. And I, I kind of was getting into all that, even though and, – and actually, that, to me, was more interesting than the, the other storyline, which was Simone getting the cake and trying to get into the vacuum with this cake or whatever. Like, yeah. the Wiley storyline really overshadowed it, I thought, in this last episode. Um I, I kind of feel like where they aren't really doing the best job is where this show is about, like, an all-knowing AI that basically, like, has taken over the world, basically. Um, partly because people are so stupid, they're motivated by getting, like, <laughs> fake wings on their social profile, right? Like, it's very believable um, and and scary. Um I think that Simone's resistance to it is not really um, – I mean, I don't know if we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, they, like she doesn't really give any reason why she doesn't want to talk to Mrs. Davis other than she just doesn't want to, well, right? And what, because she, she blames Mrs. Davis for her father's death. We haven't seen yeah, that part yet. We haven't seen that yet. Yeah. So I'm wondering, did Miss Davis tell her father to do the trick, that he could do it? You know, that yeah. he, he would be fine. You know, yeah. it, it's, I feel like it's going to be something along those lines. And then, of course, there's her yeah. awful mother who was like, your oh, father's yeah, still alive. I'm going to find 
Which yeah. I almost wonder if it's going to turn out he is alive. <laughs> he might be, right? Um, and then, like, so JQ, even though he's a total, like, idiot and hilarious, like, his resistance to Mrs. Davis, like, I kind of understand um, a little better. And Wiley, so Wiley, like, Wiley was all bought into it until he, he gets an expiration date and it turns out it, you're not going to be 90. You're only going to live like another nine months. Right. And so that yeah. turned against Mrs. Davis, but that's like kind of a case of like buyer's remorse. Right. Like, so I don't know. I, I feel like the Mrs. Davis aspect of it is like, I mean, it's, it's real and scary and yet, I don't know. I'm waiting to see where that goes a little bit more, I, but in general, I, I it's yeah. just too kooky for me. And like, I watched, Preacher to the bitter end, and there were times when I didn't love Preacher, and there were times when I did yeah, really like Preacher. Right? Yeah, it went the the end of Preacher was not good, and I loved Legion. And there's nothing that's more well, okay. The only thing more crazy than Legion was uh, the return of Twin Peaks, and I loved that also. Right? So it's not like I can't <laughs> get is, behind yeah. some cool but this is kind of yeah. No, I hear you. Um, yeah. And and. You know what the funny thing is? After the first episode, Mother Superior, I'm looking at her, I'm like, I'm like, Mother Superior looks so familiar. And then the next episode that she's, and the next episode that she's in, I noticed Margot Martindale's name in the credits, and all of a sudden it clicks for me. And I yep. went, Oh my God, that's Mother Superior. I'm like, No wonder I liked her so much. <laughs> yep, yeah, because it's the greatest actress on the entire show. I mean, Margot Martindale is amazing. Yeah, I didn't recognize her at first either, and then I did. Um, in later episodes. But she seems familiar, though, right? Like, uh, you're probably like me going, God, she looks so familiar. Like, you recognize her, and you can't place her, and then once you do, you're like, how did I not catch that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's fantastic. Um, It'd be nice if we got to see more of her. I don't know if we will. We still Um, might. We might, yeah. Um, So, Yeah. So I don't know. The jury's out now. It's only eight episodes. So could I get behind? Could I get through four more? Sure, I could, right? Um, but yeah, I'm not. It's just a little too weird for me, and it, in ways that don't always stick, stick for me. Stick the, like not even one of those crazy scenes yeah. sticks the landing, so to speak, right? Like, like the way. It almost always did on Smug. So we'll see. I mean, I can tolerate for four more episodes, but I'm yeah, not in love with it. For me, it's, it's actually funny because I actually watched it while I was doing other stuff on Sunday. Like, I had watched the first episode, yeah. I think, Friday or Saturday, and then I was like, what the hell did I just watch? And then I watched the mm-hmm. second episode, and then I watched episode three and four while doing other stuff on Sunday. I was like, I was like, I'm going back to Miss Davis and see what I can figure out with this stupid thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, in, it's one of those shows where you're like, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but I'm intrigued enough to keep watching to see if I can figure it out type of thing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know that I would watch two more episodes if we, hadn't, if we hadn't agreed to talk about it tonight. Right. Yeah. So, right. um, Mando? Ma- yeah, let's talk about the Mandalorian season finale. Um, I thought it was not. I thought it was one of the better episodes of the season. This episode, this season has been a little like um uh, uh, too long, 
too much, lost its way a little bit here and there, but um, they did have an exciting sort of like, I, so I enjoyed the scenes of the Mandalorians in flight fighting against the dark uh, in flight. Like I thought that kind of was okay. I like that it ended. It really could have been a series finale the way it ended. And I could be okay with it if it, if it, like, I like that. Um, I, uh, you know, I guess I'm glad Moff Gideon seems to be gone, although I think it was sort of like not, a, he might not be gone, and it was sort of not a, um, he didn't have a satisfying, like, he just popped up at the end to be the big bad, and he didn't really have a, you know, I don't know. I, Moff Gideon, I don't know if I'm glad he's gone, or I wish they would have done him a little bit better, and we could actually see a little, I'm not, I don't know how I feel about that. What did you think about it? Um, I thought the action and the fight scenes were great. Um, I, I like the stuff with R5. It had a very New Hope vibe to it, like when R2 was going around the Death Star. Had that same type uh-huh. of vibe that I kind of got, I liked a lot. Um, yeah. I liked, I really liked, the, I really liked the scene when Mando tells him to take the shields down. Um, cause it, it, it plays like a video game the way they did it. So I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. Um, from there, I had some problems. Um, well, or just, I mean, these are personal problems. First and foremost, I did not like the fact that Bo could not beat Moff Gideon on her own. Now, I understand, I, now I get yes. that his armor, he, he's got Vesper armor, he's got enhancement to it to make him stronger and everything, and, and it's a tough battle for her. But I just, Bo Katan is, is a badass in her own right. And I didn't like the fact that she couldn't beat him on her own. And the fact that the three of them combined couldn't beat her, him, bothered me also. I'm like, Gideon, he just, he felt too overpowered for what it was. And he's just a man. He doesn't Um, have the force. I I really hate the part where he crushes crushes the Darksaber in his hand in like one second. What the hell was that? Well, that's because of the enhancements to the suit. Like, that's not his strength. That's the suit strength. Like, the suit gives not him, like, suit, you know, extra strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, you know, so I got it, but that really pissed me off when he broke the Darksaber. I actually, I, I yelled out, like, when that happened, I went, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Um, I do not believe Gideon is dead. Um, no body, no dead. And part of the reason I believe he is not dead, because I can completely... Because, all right, first of all, you know there's a movie coming, right? Um, eventually. Oh, I meant... Yeah. Well, there's a bunch where, of movies coming, right? But... Um, well, there's going to... Well, well, this movie, the movie I'm referring to, because, all right, so we got the Ahsoka show coming, and um, so this... Um, which is going to focus a lot on Thrawn, which they mentioned Thrawn, or the return of Thrawn in this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all going to come together where there's going to be a movie that's going to bring um, all the characters from the shows that we cur- in this current timeline or this time time period are going to all come together in a movie to, to go after Thrawn. And I feel like mm-hmm. Gideon is going to show up to be Thrawn's right hand. 
that's just, you know, my personal theory. Um, oh, I just yeah. feel like, I feel like Gideon for a death for somebody like Gideon to go out like that. I don't feel it's not a worthy death in the grand scheme of things. Um, I, I just, you know, yeah. I feel like that's kind of a cheap way for somebody like Gideon to go out. So I really think that he's going to, well, I don't think we're going to see him any time between then and now, but I think once the movie does happen, I think we're going to see him, him back in it. He's going to be in well, the and, and he's John Carlo Esposito with the other thing, right? Exactly. Exactly. There's that too. Um, yeah. So a little, few little tidbits um, that you might not have known about. So in the, in the last scene, when um, when Din goes to the, the guy in the Republic to, to uh, basically tell him he's taking he's getting he's giving him a job, <laughs> um, when he first walks into that bar, there's a guy sitting on the if you're face you know when you're looking at the scene on the left hand side there's a guy in a hat. That's Dave Filoni. Oh yeah. So Dave Filoni had a yep Dave Filoni had, had a cameo oh. in, in that final scene there. And then, of course, we get the return of Takiwa Titi doing the voice of IG-11. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, I mean, IG-11, it was nice to see him back with his head or whatever. Yeah. Um, now, now he's the new sheriff in town. Yeah. Yeah, he's the new marshal. Um, yeah, it was, Um. I mean, I, I mean, I agree with you that I really did not like, I mean... I, you know, I haven't, I haven't liked. Uh, there have been a couple scenes where I'm like, you know, when 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 Din Jaren also sometimes really struggles to, with with, like he sometimes fights people. I'm like, seriously, why is he getting his ass kicked so hard? He's he's a Mandalorian, right? He's just a man, but he's a Mandalorian. Um, and and I really agree with you that like Bo-Katan's fight with him, I thought. Like, I, I thought Pan has earned the right to kill him. Like, her character has earned the right to be the one who kills, you know, um, Moff Gideon and went, who destroyed her planet and her people. And when she says to Din, like, go get your kid, I got this, I, I thought, you know, um, I, yeah, I was disappointed. <laughs> and you you know I always hate a villain that seems unbeatable, like, that doesn't have a weakness and that can't be outwitted by a character or whatever, you know. Um and yeah, when he killed the, when he crushed the dark saber, I was like, seriously, like you made. I mean, I guess there's part of the story where Bo doesn't need the dark saber to lead. She's earned being the leader of her people, and she doesn't right. need to like claim the dark saber. So I get that, but for him to just destroy it like that really it bothered me a lot. Also, um, yeah, uh, you know. And then I mean, there was that fight with the. I mean, those guys look like Knights of Ren. The guys in red, they look like the Knights of Ren. I don't know well, if they really are, right? But they wear all red, like the well, Knights of Ren the, do in the movie. I, they're, well, they're, I think they're the they're, that's, that's part of what's hot. Yeah, I was just going to say, they're the precursor to that, because that's kind of what's happening here at, it, that they've been working into Mandalorian is to explain the movies there 20 years from now. And it's funny, Artie and I yeah. afterwards, you know, we're talking about how I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of tired and worn out about the years between certain things, especially yeah. like the stuff, the stuff between revenge of the Sith and new hope. I'm worn out there. I don't need to know what happened those 20 years. I'm, I'm good. You know, what they gave us is fine yeah. and I'm good. Unfortunately, we got another season of Andor. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy yeah. about the new, you know, the, uh, 
you know, the acolyte, which takes place 200, 200 or 100, 100 years. The acolyte, which place, takes place 100 years before um, uh, Phantom Menace. So I'm looking forward to that when that comes yeah. out. Um, that's, you know, Jackie yeah. Keen is in that. Um, also, May 4th, I didn't even know about this one. I just found out about this. Uh, May 4th, there's two new shows coming to, uh, well, the second season of Visions, Star Wars Visions, is going to be on Disney Plus, and also um, Young Jedi Adventures, which takes place 200 years before Phantom Menace. Um, that, so, uh, you know, they're both animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, they're both animated, but yeah. it's, it's taking us to a period we haven't seen, you know? Yeah. Which I like. It's not really, conne- other than Yoda, it's not really connected in any other way. And then... yeah. But I would be, but I would be interested if if they ever decided to do a, either a movie or a show. I would kind of be interested to see the formation of the Knights of Ren because they had that was you know probably the most interesting thing about everything in the future movies was the Knights of Ren. But we knew nothing about them. Yeah. You know how did yeah. they come to be? How did they get the power? How, why is Kylo? You know why is Kylo? Um, Ren. The leader. One of them. The leader. You know yeah. why is yeah. You know, I, I I wouldn't mind seeing them do that, but that's either here or there. Yeah. So. So these guys these guys look like Knights of Ren, and they the three of them can't take a one foot tall baby, uh, who manages to send them off just long enough for Din to come and rescue him, right? And then there's like the Din. I I did enjoy the fight where Din has like minor assistance, like. I complained about this last week that like I was surprised that Grogu didn't really break out some serious force when his his father. Yeah, I thought about I, right? yeah, yeah, I thought about our conversation last week when that happened. Um, and he manages he to break out some shield. like yeah, right? Like he has only baby level of force in this, but it was kind of funny. Like when Din is fighting these guys, and when like Grogu just like makes the guy's sword go like a little bit out of his reach so he can't get it. And for a second, I was like wait, that's cheating. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. This isn't like, what, what do you mean cheating, Karen? Like, they're Knights of Ren. Um, but yeah, he was saving it all for this amazing, like, like when goes all Smeagol and falls into the fires of Mordor there at the end, um, uh, Grogu is saving all of his power to make this amazing fire shield, which was, it was a really, that was a really great moment, right? Yeah. Of like, yeah. like, like, we, I've been waiting for that. Um, you know what's funny actually? Before they reveal that, which I, I kind of, you know, you kind of see that coming, but mm-hmm. but but when Bo Bo slides in front of them with her little tiny shield as this place yeah. is about to explode, I'm like, yeah. how does she think that shield's gonna stop? <laughs> and then you know they reveal <laughs> that Grogu made this massive bubble around them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, her her little shield was like one foot across. Like it's not good in any. Yeah. Is it good in any kind of fight, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's good I enough mean, to, yeah. to protect her her immediate body from gunfire stuff, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that. So I mean, yeah. So I was like, what's that yeah. going to do? Yeah. So. Uh, so I mean, other odds and ends like they did reveal like Moff Gideon's like major plan was that he was making a a clone army of himself. Of himself. He had like forty clones of himself, 
that he was trying to like you. The reason he wanted Grogu was he wanted to make force sensitive clones, and it was like yeah. I loved his. I kind of enjoyed his megalomaniac speech when he's like, I was making a army of all the best parts of me, and the only thing I never had the force, and you killed them before they like you know that was yeah. kind of. I mean, that was kind of a. Uh, I mean, it was. <laughs> I like that they revealed that. I do think, like, it showed a little, I mean, a part of what they're trying to show us is, you know, the whole clone thing is, is such a big thing in Star Wars and cloning. Been out. I mean, this is post sort of cloning's outlaw yeah. or whatever, but um, it. I liked it, but it was a little, it's a little Dr. Evil and a little out of line with what we have enjoyed so much is like the behind the scenes of the empire getting itself back together. And, you know, he's mucking on this council of like the shadow council. And that was kind of interesting. And they're plotting and scheming and like have major plans. Meanwhile, he's out like cloning himself, like a nut job. Right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, Well, I mean, I mean, that's, that falls right in line with everything that we've ever seen. Um, I mean, pretty much in a lot of shows, but definitely in the Star Wars universe, you know, a lot of times the villains undoing are themselves because there's so much infighting for, you know, vying for power. Yeah. So. So, All right. So they wrapped it up. I mean, I still feel like, seriously, how did these Mandalorians, like, live on this planet all this time and not know that the Empire built a gigantic base right under their noses? But whatever. Uh, they to be up, fair, uh, there wasn't a lot of them, and it was, it was underground. They've been living on the surface, so. Yeah. Anyway, it's destroyed because Axe Wolf crashed his ship into it <laughs> and destroyed that it. That was awesome. Um, and, you know, we had a, sort of a satisfying ending there uh, where, you know, right. we see young Mandalorians Re- taking the forge. Yeah. I, I, I did have some questions there. So there are numerous people uh who have who write online and comment online there seems to be some disappointment in the fan base that the mythosaur didn't appear that so much was made of the mythosaur this entire season and that as Bo is taking her place as you know really earned and solidified her role as the leader of mandalore that the mythosaur did not I don't know, ever appear? Like, why didn't the mythosaur pop out, like, while she was fighting for her life and just, like, eat Mop Gideon? Or, uh, why, right? Like, (laughs) I just thought that up that it could probably eat him. But people were saying, why didn't it appear? Or, you know, I mean, then they kind of left at that. I thought maybe at the end, I'm like, oh, can Grogu talk to it? Like, we've seen Grogu talk to Major, like, use his mind on Mm. the, what was that thing that was, uh, Bulletfoot's pet? Um, but yeah, they're like like the but maybe the mythosaur will figure into next season also, right? I don't know. I heard that. That's, I think I read that Katie Sackhoff is not on the show next year. I don't. I don't really know anything about. I mean, we kind of get an idea what next season is going to be like. It's just basically going to be Din and Grogu going on adventures. And, yeah. Oh, actually, you think? Speaking of speaking of which, the thing that like threw me, and, and maybe I'm missing something here. But why is his name Din Grogu and not Grogu Jaren? Like, did I miss something here? Yeah, because Bo Katan is 
Roxanne Crees of the House Crees. Crees is her last name. She's not like, right. you know, there are some Eastern cultures, and in a lot of Africa and in a lot of Asia, like, they say your last name first, right? So, like... Um, but, but Finn is his first name. I thought it was. People call him Din, right? We've seen people call him Din. What the fuck? So they all just start calling him Mando all the time. As but, that's what I'm, but that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. His name is Din, so why isn't he Grogu, like, Din the House of Jaren, Grogu the House of Jaren? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Why is he Din Grogu and not Grogu? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Um. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where it goes because, like, what I don't the heck is really, going on here? I don't feel like sending Din and Grogu back to, like, the bounty hunter of the week. Like, while I did always enjoy those episodes, that doesn't feel like a series that has an end game in mind, right? Like, supposedly yeah. they've already written season four, right? Like, they already know what... I know they've um, been working on it. Yeah. Yeah, and and for a while, like, it, it felt like maybe Bo-Katan, like, maybe, you know, um, Pedro Pascal's got so much going on, it did feel for a while this season, like, maybe it was becoming Bo-Katan's show, and would she be the Mandalorian going forward, right? Like, like would it become a show about her, and Din goes off and does a thing? Um, but Karen, I'm sorry to cut does, you off. Hey, if, if, you got, if we lose, uh, something's going on here with the stream. Uh, I just got 10 seconds in my ear. Oh, so really? if we go I off, didn't... I'm going to have to... Are you still Hello? there? Hello? No, I'm here, yeah. Can yeah, you it me? says we're not on... Yeah, but it says we're not on air. What the hell is going well, on It's here? only 11.30. Did we get an hour and a half Yeah. and not two hours I don't know. this week? I don't know what's going on. I had it set for 150 minutes, like I always do. Huh. Um, I'm gonna go on like I'm. I'm going on the show like we're just a um. Go on the website and see if we're live. See if people listen to us. Sorry about that. Give us a minute to see. Um, no, yeah, like well, the on air the, just. It says we're on the air. Like I just clicked on the um. I. Oh, are we on the air now? Does it? Because on on the thing here it shows that we're not. <laughs> Let me reload the page. That has never happened before. It says live. It says live. Live and upcoming. It says live. Well, can you hear us talking? No, I didn't try that yet. And we're not, suddenly we're not on the live page anymore. I could turn on my. It's weird. It says stream connecting. It says stream connecting and then it's counting down. Really? Very confused. Yeah. All right, hold on here. We're not showing up on air. So it shows it shows upcoming broadcast waiting for hosts to call in. Oh, sorry people if you're listening to us trying to figure out our show. Hmm, I don't know what people are hearing us or not. All right, hold on. We were just gonna have time to get into um and you know how hard it is to find our show on, on this website also. Like you can't just right, type in Phantom Access and find our show. 
I'm going to mute myself for a second so it doesn't get really loud. Hold on. I'll be right back with you. All right. Well, people, uh, excuse everybody go get a drink and use the bathroom while we try to figure out what's going on with our show here. Because um, we were just getting ready to talk about Picard. I hope we can get this figured out. And if I find myself on air, you're done. All right, so I have no idea what happened, but I'm going to just end the episode and start another episode right now so we can talk about Picard. Okay. All right, bye. Call it Phantom Access Part 2. All right, talk to you in a second. Okay. Bye.